this is Sick and Pug. This is where we will be talking about all the things that have happened in the most previous month of hockey. And this month it will be from October where we had a very eventful month to say the least. With free agents flying all around. There's a ton of free agents that went to many different places. Shocking, some normal, some as expected, some shocking. Some trades went down, not huge trades, but some decent trades went down and shook up the teams a little. So New Jersey's were released along for the NHL teams. And we'll talk about the future of the NHL jerseys. And the draft happened where the new young talents of the NHL come in and get drafted by the best team. And we'll talk about certain players getting drafted where. And then... So the first part of this podcast, we will be talking about the free agents, signings, and trades. There were a ton of free agents that signed. This is the biggest part of the year when free agents sign, usually around the day of free agency starting and the day right after free agency starting starts. So I'm going to go over the big ones. Brayden Holpe, uh, formerly of the Washington Capitals, signed a $8.6 million for two years. In Vancouver, they will have a really good duo now of Brayden Holpe and Thatcher Demko as their main two starters. Demko, a very young goaltender, can probably get some experience from him. And I think it's going to be a really good signing for them going down the line. For Dallas, they were able to re-sign their their all-star goaltender that made them get to the cup last year and made them get to the finals this, this most recent year. And that's why, and he got a pretty short-term deal at three years, and for not a lot of money at three million. Kevin Shattenkirk shockingly signed in Anaheim. I don't think a lot of people had Anaheim really buying, getting any big guys or buying this off season. So kind of a shocking pickup at three years on a deal. Calgary signed the former Vancouver Canucks, so just across the Providence in in from British Columbia to to Alberta to Calgary and Jacob Markstrom so that's their new starter of the future they have a really good backup in David Richard so that should be a good mix another big signing that happened was Tory Krug signed in St. Louis the Blues get basically the replacement for for Petrangelo he may not be as good as Alex Petrangelo but he's going to be able to fill that role and that defense is still looking as strong as ever Corey Crawford shockingly kind of sh- shockingly signed in New Jersey at 7.8 mil for two years. It's a short-term deal, so it's not too big of an issue with his age. He's 35. He's going to get up there in age and may not play as well, but it's going to be weird to see him in a new team because he's been with Chicago for his whole career. Tyson Berry signed in Edmonton on a one-year deal. I think this is a good deal for him just to prove himself and see if he can get a longer-term deal next season in the offseason. And Edmonton gets a really good player for only one season, which will go really well for them. The next guy took a few more days to get the big guys off the free agent market. Taylor Hall, on a shocking deal, went to Buffalo. That He was expected to go and sign a multi-year deal, and he has said he's wanted to play for a team that can win. And then he signs in Buffalo, a team that hasn't made the playoffs in 10 years, at 8 mil for only one year. So maybe he's trying to... Prove that he can play better than he did, or wait until the 
market stops fluctuating because of COVID. So hopefully he can sign. The first overall pick who we'll talk about later, Alexis Lafreniere, signed his entry-level deal at 925k for three years. Alex Petrangelo, this is the big guy for agency. He signed in Vegas for seven years at 8.8 mil. We expected a long-term deal for him. He got it. He's going to be on one of the best decoring pairs now with him and Shea Theodore, two of the best defensemen in the league, possibly two of the top five defensemen in the league. And yeah, and then one more big signing. Evgeny Dadanov signed in Ottawa. Ottawa drafted third and fifth overall, got two really good prospects. And now they've signed a really, really good right winger, right winger for three years at five mil. So hopefully that can pan out and their team can start to look ahead and possibly get out of the rebuilding stage and start making a push for the playoffs. There were only a few big trades happened this offseason. Only a few. But the big one is Max Domi is headed to the Columbus Blue Jackets for... A very cheap deal for Josh Anderson. And Columbus also gets a third on pick out of it. And right after that, Josh Anderson signed in Montreal for six years at six mil. And Max Domi signed in Columbus for three years at five mil. So both guys just wanted to solidify that they were staying where they went. Another big trade that happened is Pittsburgh traded their, their netminder, their main starting goaltender, to Ottawa for a second round pick and a prospect. And now Matt Murray gets to play in a young franchise with the Ottawa Senators and see if he can develop with the rest of the young players currently because he didn't seem to fit in Pittsburgh as we all thought he would. The Winnipeg Jets traded back for Paul Stasny. He formerly played with them two seasons ago for the playoff run and then got and then got signed by Vegas and he's gotten traded back for a fourth round pick in Carl Dahlstrom, a young defenseman on the on the bottom pair, probably. And then Colorado made three three straight trades, including acquiring Brandon Saad from the Blackhawks for a defenseman, a young defenseman, two young defensemen, and making a really good deal out of that. Colorado is going to have a really stacked line now, stacked top line. And then they also acquired a top four defenseman for two second-round picks in the next two drafts from the Islanders and Devontae's. He looks to be a really, really good young guy who can show up. And then the last trade that's most recent, the Vancouver Canucks acquired Nate Schmidt from the Vegas Golden Knights to clear up some cap space to be able to sign Alex Petrangelo so that he could fit in on the decor. They got a third-round pick out of it, so a pretty good deal for just trying to clear up cap space. The next topic we'll be talking about is the NHL 2020 draft. The draft took place on October the 6th and the October the 7th. And and we all had it projected on who was going to go first overall. The Rangers got the first overall pick from a draft that took from a draft lottery that took place on October on August 10th. And not by anybody surprised Alexis Lafreniere went first overall to the Rangers. And it was kind of a toss up from there because L.A. could have gone in multiple ways, taking the young center, Quentin Byfield, or the German-born left-winger, Tim Stutzel. They went with Quentin Byfield. That gave Ottawa an easy pick to go with Tim Stutzel. They have, Ottawa has the third pick and the fifth overall pick in this draft because they made a trade 
with San Jose from two years ago, which involved that pick. San Jose did not play that great this year, and that is why Ottawa has two really top picks. So they went they went with Tim Stussel third overall. Lucas Raymond went fourth to the Red Wings, a Swedish-born left-winger. Jake Sanderson went fifth, the first defenseman off the board. Maybe a off-the-board pick because Jamie Drysdale, the projected top defenseman in the draft, went right after him to the Anaheim Ducks. And then another Swedish-born Alexander Holtz went seventh overall to New Jersey. And some surprising picks from the draft. Nashville gets a goalie of the future in Yaroslav Iskarov. The only reason he got drafted so late, he probably could have been a top three pick, is because he plays in Russia. And normally, when team when guys play in Russia, they take multiple years to come over. So some NHL teams are not willing to wait that long to get over to get their guy to develop and come over to the NHL. Some off the board picks as New Jersey at twenty pick Shakir Mukhladalin, a Russian born. Player that was projected to go in about the fifth round, but they must have seen something that they liked. And then Columbus at 21 with a, went with an off-the-board pick with Igor Chinnikov, a Russian-born right-winger who was projected to go about the third round. And the only reason these guys were projected to go later is because they didn't get to play as much because of the whole COVID scenario. And then uh, a very... Um, Surprising pick, Hendricks Lapierre went 22nd to Washington. He's been very injury-prone recently and was very shocked when he got drafted in the first round. But I think he's a really good player overall and has a lot of NHL potential if he can get through injuries and not get injured as much in his future. With some smaller news in the National Hockey League, the Dallas Stars released a new alternate jersey. It's including a logo they've never had before. It's more of like a brighter green with a black as the main color outline. Ottawa, Buffalo, and Calgary all with new home and away jerseys for the upcoming season. Trying to switch their franchise up, maybe with a new logo. And maybe just get a new feel on the team. And some big news announced about jerseys. There will, on Monday, November 16th, they are releasing... All, they are releasing one jersey from every single NHL team. It is called Reverse Retro. And they are bringing back jerseys from the past. And changing up the colors a little. Hint the word, reverse. But retro jerseys from the past. Every single team will have one. Even the newest team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Their team colors will be a little different though. They will be paying homage to an old NHL franchise. Or an old hockey franchise to say. In the, in the city of Las Vegas. And now to close the books on this podcast, we will be talking about what is to come of the next podcast. A lot of stuff. And the new jerseys will be revealed. We will explain them all. There's apparently a rumored schedule set up for the NHL to start next year with bubbles, including a possible Canadian, all-Canadian team bubble where they would all play each other with no other teams playing against them. That would be a very interesting. There's a lot of people predicting certain teams coming out on top of that division if I were to be a division and what would happen. The OHL has banned hits for the 2021 which is the Ontario Hockey League, has banned hits, which makes 
maybe drafting a little bit harder because if the guy is, if the team is drafting for a physical guy, it's going to be hard to see if they can't, if they aren't allowed to hit in that league. And that's a draft league, so teams can draft from that league. So it's going to be very interesting to see. But thank you for watching Stick and Puck with this episode of Free Agent Frenzy. And I'll see you next month.